welcome to Talking Sheds, the CBRE podcast dedicated to everything industrial and logistics. I'm Matt Haddon, your host and head of industrial and logistics at CBRE in Pacific. Each episode, I'll be chatting to industry experts, exploring future trends in this growing and evolving market. Welcome to episode one of Talking Sheds. I sat down with CBRE's senior researcher, Kate Bailey, to talk about her latest research piece, the Industrial and Logistics Occupier Survey. Kate, for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with this survey, can you please give us a quick overview? Absolutely. Well, we went out with a group called TNS Cantar and we spoke to 100 different industrial occupiers across Australia with a whole mix of industries, so transport, manufacturing, construction, warehousing, and we really wanted to understand what drove their decision-making, which in turn is really going to help the industry as a whole. That sounds great, Kate. It sounds like we've gathered a mountain of information. Was there anything in there that surprised you? Yeah, I guess that, um, you know, the market's actually really engaged and really positive. You know, we often hear a bit of doom and gloom about the industrial market, but the respondents that we had were really enthusiastic and, and really positive, particularly in the warehousing and distribution sector. They were the most positive about where they thought their business was going to go in the next year. But the manufacturing sector as well, they're actually surprisingly positive about the future of their industry. Well, I'm pleasantly surprised to hear that about the manufacturing sector, With overall manufacturing output having fallen from 14% of Australia's GDP in the mid-1970s to around 6% today, people could be forgiven for focusing on the negatives. But of course, we're seeing significant growth in subsectors such as biotechnology, chemicals and plastics, and of course, the booming food and agribusiness industry. Mm, Absolutely. We found that manufacturers tend to be really sticky occupiers as well. They're investing so much in their plant and machinery. They tend not to move around too much. Many of them who said that they would want to move around said that they want a smaller space. And that has a lot to do, I guess, with that growth in the tech sector and that, you know, high-tech manufacturing. Manufacturers also said that when they moved to their next premises, they'd probably spend more as well. So, again, a lot of investment in there and a lot of optimism about the future. Another thing that we really saw was that retailing, warehousing and wholesaling group they're quite keen to move around as well. And in a lot of cases, it's because they're growing and they need more space. They've actually outgrown their existing premises. Great. So what are the macro themes coming out of the report that tell us what occupiers are looking for in their current and future space requirements? Automation. Automation came up a lot of times. So when we actually asked the occupiers what would their ideal warehouse look like, almost a quarter of them said that they wanted a fully automated warehouse. You know, efficiency, safety and production are are really key drivers in this. It really varied across the respondents about the type of automation they wanted. To some people, it means barcoding their goods, but, you know, to other more sophisticated and larger groups, it means a completely lights-out warehouse with just machinery working and no humans. Sure. Look, at the moment, our industry is abuzz with speculation around the impact of e-commerce. But I get the impression we haven't scratched the surface in our region yet. We still think it's pretty cool to order a new iPad online and have it delivered in less than a week. If we look at a more mature market, such as the US, a survey in 2015 found that 66% of people there thought that fast delivery meant receiving a product to your front door in two days. The same survey, just 12 months later in 2006, showed that 96% of people suddenly considered that fast delivery now meant that the product was received same day. 
With that level of service about to be available here in Australia, I think we can expect a very rapid and significant shift in consumer expectations that e-commerce providers are going to need to respond to. But that's just my view. What are occupiers surveyed in the report saying they expect to happen in this space? Yeah, I think that's really interesting because we saw that really reflected in the survey as well. So a lot of people, a lot of the respondents said that, you know, they hadn't actually seen that much of e-commerce's impact in the past five years on their business. A lot of people said, look, we just don't sell online. It's too hard, too much work. We're selling massive farm machinery. No one's going to buy that stuff online. All we do is bespoke stuff. No one will buy it online. But in actual fact, that is a possibility. And we're starting to see that sector grow. 35% of respondents actually said they're going to expect a positive impact on growth in the next five years. And those who had rolled out e-commerce had spoken about how it really opened up the world to them and they've got new expansion into the Chinese market and overseas. Yeah, that's interesting, Kate. Clearly, there's a growing grey area between retail and industrial property sectors as a result of online shopping. Absolutely. Um, And we plan to talk further about this later on in this series. So what about the perception of industrial and logistics occupiers around sustainability? We hear a lot of talk about sustainability, but are occupiers really indicating that it's important when they're selecting their future premises? And I'm talking about things such as environmentally sensitive design, improving operating costs and functionality. Absolutely. Well, time and time again, sustainability came up as a really important element in site selection for our respondents. However, there wasn't a lot of satisfaction around the actual level of sustainable design in their existing building. In fact, 0% of respondents who are in lease buildings were actually satisfied with their level of sustainable design. And that has a lot to do with if you're an owner-occupier, you tend to invest a lot more into things like solar panels, water recycling, because you're able to amortise those costs and you'll see the savings, whereas a lot of those lease buildings just haven't seen that level of investment yet. But it's definitely something that the industry is calling out for. Yeah, sure. It surely was just a matter of time. Hey, before we wrap up, I just want to touch on investment and capital market demand for industrial and logistics assets in this region. Having spent a lot of time in that space, um, I've never seen hotter demand. I'm not just talking about about local demand. Uh, I'm talking about from the four corners of the world. Uh, I guess five or six years ago, we started to see investment coming out of um, Asia, predominantly Singapore. But since then, it, it really is coming from North America. It's coming from Europe as well. So it's uh, very much a hot sector. Did this report highlight any opportunities for investors? Yeah, absolutely. I guess one of the key things that we're seeing, although we're moving to automation, we're also moving to a more sophisticated workforce with the industrial and logistics sector. Um, So there was a lot of things that came out as opportunities to actually improve the requirements for workers. So things like good access to public transport, access to green spaces, and even having a cafeteria, food cart, or even just getting a coffee van in every day can really help employee satisfaction to help retain and engage staff. On a larger, more locational scale, again, as we're starting to see that implementation of e-commerce, access to suppliers and customers was becoming very important. So we're going to see, again, a real focus on being close to those transport networks. Great. And all of that means stickier tenants, more reliable income and higher returns. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Kate. It's been great talking with you. Thanks, Matt. If any of our listeners would like a full copy of this report, 
just go to the Talking Sheds podcast website and you can download the report from there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talking Sheds. If you'd like to know more about this episode or get in touch, head to www.cbre.com.au forward slash Talking Sheds podcast for all the details.